Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Steve Berline, longtime former NFL quarterback on Twitter at Steve Berline. Steve, good morning, man. What's going on? Good morning, Bill. Thanks for having me, buddy. Uh, what a man. I mean, I thought that the Dolphins could be good. I, I, we were optimistic on this show about Tua and what that offense could produce if he could stay healthy. But I won't pretend that we even remotely saw 70 points coming. What does that kind of offensive output say, or not say, about a team's ability to be excellent, to be elite, to really compete throughout the course of the year in the postseason when we get there? Well, it says a ton. Uh, you know, you're, you're talking about a team. It wasn't just one offensive output. Obviously, this is one that was – uh, for the ages, as far as uh, the the, actual, the the production with the 70 points, but this has been a pretty explosive offense for two years now with Tua when he's healthy, uh, with all the weapons that they have, and they seem to keep adding to it uh, with, you know, with running back, you know, healthy now with Mostert and and now A Chain coming in there and being a part of it as well. They just keep finding more people to get the ball to and more ways to get the ball to him. You can't say enough about the creativity from uh, the head coach, McDaniel, and and how how easy he's making this team when we all know it's just not that easy. And uh, they, they look like they every time they come out on the field, they know exactly what to do. They expect to score. Guys are running around wide open, and, and two is making all the plays. And he's, by the way, I don't know if he's been hit yet this year, which is amazing as well. They, his uniform is always clean after the game. So, um, I, I am so impressed with what they're doing. Uh, you know, the Broncos under Sean Payton, that's a whole other story to talk about. But um, the, the fact that the Dolphins were able to, to do this um, and make it look so easy, and, and they've been doing it for, for you know, consistently, uh, I, I'm so impressed with what they're doing. I don't think anybody wants a piece of the Dolphins right now. Steve Berline, it's not as if Mike McDaniel – unlocking Tua is the only time we've seen a head coach salvage or turn around or improve a quarterback. There's examples everywhere right now. You could point to the Niners and what Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan has done with Brock Purdy this past weekend, notwithstanding, I think you could certainly point to Doug Peterson and, and Trevor Lawrence. And I could point to some guys in the opposite as a guy that played quarterback. What is it? What insights can you give us about why some coaches can come in and turn the most pressure-packed job, maybe in all of sports, right, that reality, turn a guy like Tua 
around in a way that maybe wouldn't happen if it was the wrong coach or the wrong situation? Well, if I had the answer to that, uh, I'd be that guy right now. (laughs) (laughs) I would have done it a long time ago. Uh, And and I did have a chance to get into coaching right out of football. Uh, Mike Shanahan himself invited me to to be a part of the Redskins when he was there, and I, I chose not to do that. But I've always been completely enamored and enthralled and, and impressed by the the greatest offensive minds. And fortunately for me, I had a chance to play for, for several of them, and Mike Shanahan and Norv Turner and um, a, a guy that you may not come to, may not come to your mind um, because he wasn't a guy that ever got a whole lot of respect uh, was a guy named Jerry Rome, um, who uh, coached me with the Arizona Cardinals and just never found himself in a situation where he was on a really good football team and had a chance to really build up his name, but a highly respected guy. So my point, I guess, in all of it is that some of these coaches just have that perfect combination, and I think this is what it really comes down to, the perfect combination of incredible knowledge, uh, incredible timing of when to call certain plays, um, incredible setup of, of how to design plays that will, will take advantage of what they're expecting the defense to do, and then a fearlessness of not being afraid to call the play at the big moments. And, at the, and, and obviously there was not a lot of those big moments yesterday for the Dolphins because it was so easy. But you'll see Mike McDaniel throughout the course of this year and the rest of his career – at key points in games, he'll be aggressive and he'll attack because they're fearless. They're not afraid to take those chances. And, and they, they seem to make the right choice at the right time where all of a sudden there's a guy running free right down, you know, right down the middle of the field or, or down the sideline or whatever it might be. They can create those opportunities and dial them up at the right time and they're not afraid to make those calls in the big moments. I think that's what it comes down to. Steve, these, these great offensive minds, the ones that you played for, the ones that we observed. Now, last question on this topic, but I'm interested. And you just walked us brilliantly through the tactics. How, how much of it or, or, or not is, is the management of the individual? Is there a charisma, personal connection, making the human being feel better? Or is it mostly just what you walked us through, the tactics over whatever individual man management there is? I think there's there's two things that come into play on that. That's a great question, too, Bill. I think the first aspect of it is building that relationship with the quarterback where you you truly can get that quarterback to believe that you are his biggest fan, his biggest supporter, that you're never going to throw him under the bus, that he has no doubt in his mind that no matter what happens, you've got his back. That's number one. Number two is learning how to understand what a quarterback does best and what he feels most comfortable with and, and, and letting him have input into what he likes to do, what he wants to do. Like in the game, we, we would sit down with North Turner uh, on Saturday night before the game, and we would go through the whole list of all the different situations of, of what we wanted to do in, in third and long, third and short, uh, goal line, short yardage, you know, in the attack zone, you know, when you get a the sudden change, turnover, what are your favorite plays off of these lists that we have made? And Nor would highlight those or circle them, whatever he did on his own piece of paper, and he would go to those plays first in those situations because he knew if the quarterback doesn't feel comfortable with the play call in that situation, the play's probably not going to work. So you got to go with one of the one of the you know you you've got to have the the confidence in that player to let him do what he feels most comfortable doing 
in those moments. And I think that's what the great coaches do. Steve Berline here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder. This is CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Steve, I love the positivity and celebrating the good side of the NFL. For every winner, there's a loser. For every dominant winner like the Dolphins, there's an embarrassed team like the Broncos. And not just 70-20, to 20, but they are 0-3, and it has been hapless so far. Not obviously what Sean Payton hoped and thought he was getting himself into. How is there, if there is, how is there a turnaround for the Broncos in this season? From what you've seen, what, if anything, can they do to try and right this very ugly ship? Well, first off, let me just say this. Uh, you know, I had a lot of ups and downs during the course of my career. I can tell you with 100% certainty, I would not want to be a Denver Bronco this week. I would not want to be in that locker room, in those meeting rooms this week at all. It is miserable, and it is it is suffocating how much pressure is on that organization now. And it's going to be probably the biggest challenge of Sean Payton's life right now where he's got to find a way to decide how he wants to handle this situation. How he, does, he want to, does he want to pound them into submission more? Does he want to continue to try to grind on them and, 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 and beat them to a pulp? Uh, or does he want to start trying to build them up? And I don't know what the right answer is at this point. Um, that's one of the, the, the incredible intangibles the best coaches have is knowing how to find a way to get a team out of a funk. And it's going to be a very interesting thing to watch the rest of the year. I don't know how long it's going to take. I know that Russell Wilson, to me, even though he's thrown for over 300 yards the last couple weeks, I don't know uh, if if he's going to be able to get Russell Wilson to really uh, have the confidence that he used to have and to really be that electric uh, uh, presence that he was on the field during his best years in Seattle. Maybe those days are past as far as Russell Wilson is concerned. I don't know, but – it's going to be a huge challenge for Sean Payton, and it's going to be a fascinating story to watch develop over the rest of the season. Well, Steve, good news for the Broncos, although it's really bad news if they don't take advantage of it. They have my hapless, awful, embarrassing Chicago Bears next week, and then they have a Jets team that obviously is struggling to score points the, the week after. We saw the Bears, you know, when we weren't paying attention to Taylor Swift, we saw the Bears just get manhandled by the Chiefs. I don't usually ask about 0-3 versus 0-3 teams of guests of your stature, but I'm going to because I think it's interesting. That's a week from now, but who do you like in Broncos-Bears, assuming it's not a 0-0 tie? <laughs> who do I like? I, I don't know. I don't either. If, if I could say who do I like. Um, I think if you look at which team is the more talented team, you look at the, you say the Broncos. Um, you know, they've got a quarterback that's done it before. They've got – um, what should be uh, regarded as, and, and I think it's still highly, or, or still thought of as a highly talented defensive team. Uh, they've got a lot of wide receivers. They've got a young running back that they've got high hopes for. Obviously, Devontae Adams coming off of a, a terrible knee injury, but I still think he's he's going to be a very good back as once he gets it going here. But um, you know, the, the Bears are a complete mess. Uh, you know. They they finally started getting it going there in the fourth quarter. Let's just say that's one positive you can you can bring up. Hey. They scored ten straight <laughs> points. So, uh, but you know Justin Fields obviously ha- does not have a, a good feel for what's going on right now. He doesn't have a lot of confidence. Uh, they're not um, uh, for whatever reason not able to get him to build up that part of his um, you know his persona. And, and we all know to be a successful quarterback, you got to walk out there feeling like you're Superman. Even if you're not, 
I mean, when I walked on the field, I felt like I was meant to be out there, and it's my opportunity again to prove it. And I wanted to get out there and prove it. And uh, it just seems like some of these younger players right now, with Justin Fields leading the pack, they go out there and they're just they're, they're just you know not the same person they were in college. And if they don't find it, they're never going to get it going. So I, if I were have to choose, I would say I put my money on the Broncos in this particular. 0-3 versus 0-3 matchup. It is it is an, an ugly one. Uh, two Monday Night Football games tonight, and, and one of them is a, I think, a pretty surprising for a lot of us Bucks team. I know it's early, but they're 2-0. H- have you seen anything from Baker Mayfield? Not not that he has to be Patrick Mahomes, but ju- that just leads you to believe that in this location, at this point of his career, with this team, he can be a winning, consistently winning quarterback. I'm sorry, who, who were you asking me ba- about? Baker again? Mayfield in, in Tampa Bay. Oh, you know what? I, this is, this is a, could be the makings of a great story, you know. Uh, Baker you know, has had many chances. I think most people believe that this, this might be his last chance as a starting quarterback, and he's got himself into a pretty good situation. They're off to a, a really solid start. I think Baker understands that he doesn't have to be a guy that, that carries a football team, that – if he just manages the game well, makes good decisions, protects the football, doesn't try to do too much, you can play for a long time in this league. And, uh, you know, he's got the physical ability uh, to, to be a, a good, solid quarterback. And this organization, this team, uh, and this Bucks community, I think, has rallied around him. So uh, he is starting to walk around with his chest puffed out a little bit. He's got that confidence coming back. And uh, this is going to be a great challenge, though. I mean, you're playing the – defending uh, NFC champs and um, a, a team that, that is, is riding pretty high, even though they haven't been as good all around this year so far as they were last year, they're still a team that everybody believes to be right in the middle of it at the end of the season. So it's going to be a great challenge. I'm eager to see how Baker Mayfield uh, steps up under the, the big-time spotlight tonight. Yeah, I'm too. Steve Berline, last last question for you. I could talk football with you, my friend, for, for hours, but I'll – I'll let you go after one more. Every Sunday, right, every given Sunday is an expression for a reason. There are very few teams that have ever gone undefeated, and you got to be careful. I have to be careful. We all do making broad generalizations over one loss over the course of an NFL season. But Cowboys losing to Arizona was surprising. Is it just one of those any given Sunday realities? Or for you, are there some more legitimate concerns or possible takeaways when you look at Dallas? Well, Bill, you and I have talked about it many times over the last few years. I've never been uh, a huge Dak Prescott fan. I, 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 I like Dak. I think he's very talented. But I've never been uh, sold on him being that guy for the Dallas Cowboys. Kind of the way I feel about Kirk Cousins with the, with the Minnesota Vikings. But the bottom line is the Cowboys have to look at it that way, as you were describing. They've got to look at it as, okay, we had a bad week. And, and it is going to happen every team in the NFL throughout the course of the season. They're going to have a week where they get upset, where it's a surprise. Another team is just ultra-prepared. They've got a great game plan. They make a few plays, and all of a sudden the game gets out of control or it goes the wrong way. Uh, There's only been one team that's gone through and won the championship undefeated. We know that as the the Miami Dolphins back in the 70s. So that's true, and that's the way they've got to look at it. But I think – the rest of us look at it and if we're really analyzing it and say, okay, you know, at the, is, is this going to be something that, that is going to come up again throughout the course of the year where they, they just can't find a way to make the plays when they need to make the plays 
uh, like they have in the past. You know, has Dak Prescott has been that guy when they really need him to step up and get plays made at the key moments in the game. He hasn't stepped up at the biggest moments to get it done for the Cowboys. So uh, there's going to be questions until he proves he can get it done. It's early in the season. I think we all agree the Cowboys are one of the top five teams in the NFL right now. Um, and, and we expect to see him there toward the end of the season if Dak can find a way to step up when he needs to step up. See, Berline, we are so aligned on Dak Prescott and, and Kirk Cousins. I love it. Uh, great stuff. I, I love the insight. Every time you come on, you are phenomenal, and we appreciate, as always, your time, my friend. You got it, Bill. Thanks, buddy. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.